0: Hello, and welcome to In Conversation with, a podcast from the Lancet Hematology. It's September 2021, and I'm Emma Cookson. This month, I'm delighted to be joined by Professor Obiageli Nodu from the University of Abuja, Nigeria, and Dr. Dennis Chow from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, whose new research on estimates of child mortality from sickle cell disease in Nigeria is published in our issue this month. Thank you very much, Dennis and Obi, for joining me today. Firstly, Obi, can you provide some background about this study, including the need for more accurate estimates of the burden of sickle cell disease in Nigeria?
1: Thank you very much, Emma, for this opportunity. Um, the last population based data on sickle cell disease in Nigeria was from the 1999 uh, Demographic Health Survey. And you know that without data, it's um, easy to underestimate the impact of sickle cell disease, especially in the absence of a functional newborn screening uh, program. So most children with uh, sickle cell disease will die undetected in the communities, and diagnosis is obviously a huge problem. When we look at uh, data from clinical centers, we find out that the average age of uh, diagnosis or a presentation is 27 months, you know, about 27 months in some series, and then in others, it's up to eight years on average that the uh, children are presenting to health facilities. As such, deaths in early childhood uh, are unrecorded. When we rely on such clinical data, it's impractical and, uh, for planning purposes, hence the need for a population-based model estimate. Um, In Nigeria, we do not have a universal screening program for sickle cell disease. And so people are unaware about the features of uh, sickle cell disease in early infancy. And so deaths in early infancy due to uh, sickle cell disease may be misattributed to other causes. Consequently, as a result of the underdiagnosis, the real burden of sickle cell disease is not perceived and the contribution of sickle cell disease to national under 5 mortality is grossly underestimated. Therefore, sickle cell disease has not received the priority it deserves for resource allocation for the public health strategies uh, that should be in place to um, reduce its prevalence and burden in the nation.
0: Dennis, can you describe the methods that you used in the study and how these were developed?
1: Yes. uh, We wanted to study the mortality
2: due to sickle cell disease, but of course the DHS tested only living children uh, for sickle cell, so we couldn't study their mortality. And we don't know if children who died recently had sickle cell or not, because they couldn't be tested. Uh, But we realized we did have data on the mortality of the older siblings of the children who we knew had sickle cell disease, since the mothers in the DHS were given a birth history interview. So siblings of children with sickle cell are more likely to have sickle cell themselves uh, because it's inherited from their parents. So we found that the untested siblings of children with sickle cell had under five mortality that was twice as high as children with no siblings with sickle cell disease. So it seems like being a sibling of uh, someone with sickle cell elevates your mortality. Not all of these siblings have sickle cell themselves. Uh, We think maybe about a quarter of them have sickle cell disease, about half have sickle trait, and uh, the rest might not carry the gene at all. So the last step, Uh, was to estimate these proportions of kids with sickle cell disease and without sickle cell disease among these siblings, so we could figure out how much of this excess mortality could be attributed uh, to the untested siblings having sickle cell themselves.
0: Can you describe the main findings of the analysis and how they fit into what was previously known about sickle cell disease in Nigeria?
2: Our main finding was that children's sickle cell disease had nearly 50% under five mortality in Nigeria. And this is in line with these high estimates found in older studies that combined data over decades across Africa. But uh, the advantage of our study is that we used more recent data and it was all from a single study. So we're a little bit surprised that mortality was actually so high uh, in recent years because we were assuming that child mortality had dropped so much in recent years in Africa that it would be lower. The other advantage was that the data was collected from a random sample of the population, so this reflects the average mortality of children with sickle cell. Many prospective studies track children who are enrolled in sickle cell treatment programs, and these children might have better care than a child with undiagnosed disease. We also estimated sickle cell disease prevalence in Nigeria. The DHS. Uh, collected data from every part of the country. Earlier studies were limited to smaller geographic areas, so you'd need to combine many different studies, maybe collected in different decades, to produce a national level estimate. So if some part of Nigeria never had a study like this, you'd need to extrapolate from nearby states or even countries that had sickle cell data. So we actually estimated the prevalence across the whole country.
0: And can you expand on how these methods might be able to be used in other countries? Will this be easy to do if they also have Demographic Health Survey data? And do you see there being any barriers to doing this?
2: We believe these methods could be used in other really large cross-sectional studies. So in the DHS, they randomly tested a fraction of these children for sickle cell using a point of care test. One potential issue, though, is the huge number of children you'd need to test in order to find these children sickle cell disease. Only about 1% or 2% of kids have sickle cell. So in the 2018 Nigeria DHS, over 11,000 Children were tested, but only about 130 of them had sickle cell disease, so you have a really small number, and that limits the precision of the estimate. So if you need to define more children with sickle cell disease, you could maybe test a much larger fraction of children or oversample in areas where you think there is a lot of sickle cell.
0: Finally, Obi, how can the data described in the paper be used, and how do you hope that they will change practice?
1: Yeah, this is really um, great. So we show that children in Nigeria with sickle cell disease have high childhood mortality, nearly under 50%, under 5 mortality, and that they live in all parts of the country. These results will raise awareness of sickle cell disease among public health officials in Nigeria. The country had built some infrastructure for newborn screening for sickle cell disease but. It's been grossly underutilized. So this study will highlight the contribution of sickle cell disease to the country's um, under five mortality figures and make a case for investment for universal newborn screening as well as um, early intervention. That is newborn screening followed by early intervention. So that um, sickle cell disease, it will be attributed. This can be done for Nigeria as well as in other high burden countries. So, um, being that this is the first country to do this to include sickle cell disease in its um, national demographic survey, I feel that uh, the information uh, from this survey will help other high burden countries. And then the American Society of Hematology has a consortium for newborn screening uh, for sickle cell disease in Africa, and this is um, in seven African countries. And they wanted to use this uh, program to demonstrate the feasibility of newborn screening and early intervention to African governments. And uh, we also have, uh, within the infrastructure grant, uh, the NIH, uh, Sickle Pan-African Research Consortium grant, we have a, a, a program for uh, newborn screening, which we want to carry out across the country, so we feel that these um, programs for newborn screening and early intervention will help the government, you know, to see real data coming from prospectively followed-up uh, patients with sickle cell disease. And when you compare it with this population-based data, you'll be able to to see the value of detecting and treating babies with newborn screening in order to reduce the um, under five mortality so that is the immense value that this um, this study will contribute to uh, policymakers it will give us the the data that we need you know to advocate for more to be done uh, for sickle cell disease because in the past this had been absorbed because it's it's, it's it has not been this well demonstrated uh, people don't know that uh, sickle cell is contributing to under five mortality
0: you can read professor nodu's and dr chow's research online now at the lancethematology.com thank you to professor nodu and dr chow and thank you for listening to this episode of in conversation with remember you can subscribe to in conversation with the lancet hematology wherever you usually get your podcasts